Hi, I'm Chris LaPaglia. And I'm Ann Bowes. You know us as the hosts of the Local Food Roundup. But we're going to branch out a little with our journalism. We want to ask you, what do you know about EMFs? With new smart meters going in in our area, a lot of people are asking just that. And some great people from the Palouse Area Citizens for Safe Electricity arranged a viewing of the film Take Back Your Power. That's at the Kenworthy Theater, February 25th at 7 p.m. We did this interview February 23rd, 2019 to give you some background information on dirty electricity. We're here with Terry Stoughton, co-owner and manager of Kratos Canada Industries. Terry's been around the power industry for a long time, and as one of the owners of Kratos, Terry travels around North America assessing the power problems and needs of both industry and governmental agencies. So customers include NASA, U.S. military, B.C. ferries, and others. Terry, you've been at this a long time. You have a lot of knowledge, which is why I wanted to have you here. Thank you. Nice to join you. Can you start off with telling the audience a bit of what you do and just give us some history about how you came into this? I've been in the electrical field for probably 40 years, and uh, I was approached and got into this this particular facet of the sign tamer six or seven years ago. We, we, like you said earlier, we traditionally sell to businesses and companies and governments and to make their power pure, which enables all their sensitive systems to function properly and normally like they should without any disturbances and inter- interruptions coming from the power which causes them a lot of downtime and it's very costly to them all the way across the board so they're very keen to look at solutions that can keep their equipment functioning properly especially the sensitive stuff now we should probably go for full disclosure here I got to know you because you sell the sign tamer, which is something that I purchased from you because I was looking at the dirty electricity in my home. That's how I got to know that you really understand this stuff, and that's what I want to do today is to pick your brain and get you to explain it because you explain it so well. Getting back to my layperson perspective, I know that the world of power and EMFs or electromagnetic fields is a complicated one. But can you give us kind of a basic explanation of what we're talking about when we talk about the spectrum? Are you talking about general power or the smart meter grid? Well, mostly just to give us a background, the power, so people know, you know, there's... Uh, low frequencies and high, and we're we're talking at starting at the the bottom and trying to understand that. Okay, um, the regular voltage, the regular power that we have in our homes and our buildings is uh, is uh, sixty hertz, which is um, the lower frequency. It's our it's the power that is supplied to us in all our buildings, mm-hmm. and it uh, it in general has been. Uh, pure for a hundred plus years since they first gave us our power out of San Francisco. And I, I, I teach this a lot with different groups and people, and I, and I tell them that in reality our power has not changed in over a hundred years. Uh, we still use the same lines, we still use the same poles, the generating dams, the, you know, mm-hmm. you name it however it's processed. Uh, what has changed, though, is uh, secondary unit, the secondary supply of power, like winds, wind 
farms, solar farms, solar power, mm-hmm. um, yeah, water, you know, and that they sell their power onto the grid. And anytime you create power, um, you have to go through an inverter or an inversion process to be able to put it onto the grid. And when you deal with solar and wind and water generation, that power can become corrupted with transients. And the transients right. are uh, the single killer of power systems of what's described as dirty power. Mm-hmm. Um, and transients are a very quick spike. Uh, it can be in the millivolt or it can be in the thousands of volts right down to, you know, a small amount. And they're very, they're very fast. They can be in the millisecond. It's basically a spike up and down that travels across the sine wave form or your frequency form of, of your power and your voltage. So those, just, just to try and explain it for people like me, you're talking about just your basic sine wave, which is just 60 hertz, which is a low frequency. Yeah. And so and these... It, and it travels. Right. And it travels. And the, and the transients happen from everything that turns on and off, switches, lighting, gear, compressors, motors, pumps, anything that turns off, microwaves, lights, these transients are made and induced onto our power. So now, those are the high-frequency transients? No, that... the, those are the low-frequency. Those are the power transients. Okay. Those are the ones on 120 and 240 volt. Okay. Now, the higher frequencies are the kilohertz and the gigahertz and the megahertz stuff, which is, uh, you know, thousands of times higher in frequency size than the than the line voltage hertz side. Okay. Now, in the smart meter grid, for instance, anything that uh, anything that is electronic in our lives these days has what they call a switch mode power supply in them, and that converts because all our electronics, the boards, the cards, the microprocessors inside, all work on DC voltage, not AC current. So what they do is that they have to convert AC to DC in order for all our electronics to function properly. Now, that's and the that's inverter, called, right? Called, yes, that's called a switch mode uh, power supply. Okay. And so, and those inherently give off a little bit of RF frequency, which is radial frequency in the kilohertz range. But they usually have little chokes inside whatever we have that's electronic that stops it from going back onto the line of power. Well, the smart the smart meters, when they were built, they do not have those filters in them. So because they don't have the filters, the, the kilohertz frequency that is induced from the switch mode power supplies, it travels and it accumulates from everybody within your immediate grid and beyond. It rides on top of our power lines coming into the house, right from the smart meter, Mm -hmm. and it utilizes, it travels around all our wiring within the homes and our businesses, and it utilizes, basically turns all our wiring into an antenna. Right. And and it radiates out from the wall Uh for three feet. And it can vary in strength, that kilohertz frequency, and that is... That is the silent killer that's on our power that we don't 
understand or people don't hear about. That's the problem with the smart meter grid. Now, people are hearing about it more. They're talking about it more. Um, but but it helps to know, to understand it. We hear words like dirty electricity, but you've just explained what that is. Um, and you've explained some of the things that can happen, the health in- um, issues. But there's a lot of things that can go wrong there. Is that right? Yes, there are. Um, the kilohertz frequency has been, it's been overlooked, but not, you know, the, the U.S. government, and they've known about the kilohertz frequency and the side effects of, the, of that frequency since the 30s and 40s, uh, since the war. Mm-hmm. And there's been numerous uh, reports that were done up over the years, and back then there's a old report that's back out now with regards to that about how detrimental it is to the human cell structure. Right. When you're exposed to anything over two volts uh, of the kilohertz frequency, it becomes carcinogenic from every report that I've read. And uh, so that's the problem with the smart meter grid is that that voltage level climbs to pretty exorbitant rates throughout the day depending on how busy the grid is mm-hmm. in your immediate area. You know, and how many houses are on that grid? How many houses on that transformer? Because once whoever's on a transformer becomes one, every house that's on that transformer becomes part of that grid. So, so a, they're all feeling the effects of this kilohertz frequency bouncing around on the power. And they and multiply it. They multiply it. Is that right? Um, if somebody's using, um, oh, I don't know, a 220 uh, table saw and somebody else is doing something else, it, it all adds up? Sure. Both the, both the line voltage transients and the kilohertz higher frequency transients. Okay, so you've got... They, they add on. And the kilohertz rides on top of the line voltage. Okay. So... Whatever spikes you're getting from transients in your line voltage that are affecting your electronics and your, you know, your smart appliances and your TVs and your expensive stoves and fridges, those transients, the line voltage transients are greatly affecting the operation of the circuitry of those. And they those will, it's like the cancer of electricity. Right. Am I right? They, it affects how long those new appliances, those smart appliances, will last? Absolutely. Transients, transients will just nip away at circuit boards, at uh, motor windings. At, they, it's like a, a, what I usually tell people a simile is that you start tapping on your arm with a finger. And you keep doing that 24 hours a day. Well, after the first day, you're going to break the skin. And after the second day, you're going to bleed to death. That's how a transient <laughs> r- runs. That's, that's, the, that's the cause and effect. And that's what we've got going now as we put on smart meters. Now, I'm not sure you, I've told you this, but in May, in um, a large part of our area, we're having smart meters put on. And these will be the wireless smart meters in Pullman and Clarkston. There's two towns that are in our area. So people need to know that that can be a problem. That doesn't matter just for health reasons, but there's a whole myriad of other things. Am am I right on that? Um, Yeah, they don't. uh, Just because they want to put a smart, you know, it's whether they transmit or not. The transmitting of a smart meter is only another 
facet of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, they will talk to each other through the air like a cell phone, but you're still going to get the switch mode power supply. You're still going to get the RF frequency into your home. Okay. That's the harmful part to everybody's health. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, as this stuff travels around your house and it radiates out from the wall for three feet, where is your head on your bed? It's a foot away from the wall and it's two feet off the ground. And it, you know, it, it, this stuff, kilohertz, radiates out from the wall for three feet. And levels that we've tested on can go right up to, during peak grid times, can hit as high as 30 to 40 volts in strength. And you said that over so means, two volts is carcinogenic. Yeah, and anything over, yeah, anything over two is harmful. Wow, that's lots to think about. We're talking about both wireless and wired smart meters. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. because you get both kinds of transients on both. Yep. Okay. It's bad stuff. It, yeah. Where should pe- uh, what should people be thinking about the most with this? I mean, there's, there's a lot of issues there, but what can they do? Well, I think that a lot of people are, number one, they're not aware. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, some people are greatly affected by it that understand it or that can't figure out why they've become sick or they have symptoms or, you know, there's so many symptoms of this new electrosensitivity disorder that is so widely talked mm-hmm. about now. You know, I, I have a kind of a personal opinion about it. I think power in general, you know, I think that we have just become more sensitive to power in general. And the kilohertz definitely is, uh, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's been proven to be very, very harmful to people. But I think that it is power in general. You know, we've been around it. There's been many statistics done. And I think that you have to strive if, if it is a condition or you're feeling bad or you've got, you know, um, sick conditions and you don't know why. I believe there are tests that can be done by doctors now. They're starting, mm-hmm. they're starting to get to be more susceptible to listening now to people that they're not crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, and, but power issues have been around a long time. And, and there's a, you know, there's a ton of products out there that, uh, you know, seemingly work. And I'm sure that they do a good job. You have to uh, deal with uh, line voltage transients as well for sure if you're going to try and beat up the kilohertz side you know Mm -hmm. you're dealing with different frequencies and different power conditions so you really want to make sure that if you're going to buy a suppression unit of any kind that you make sure that all modes are protected and i'm not just talking about your line voltage side your two wires coming into the house that are your power you need to make sure that you also have protection built in on your neutral and your ground because a lot of people that get sick go off-grid with generators or they go off-grid with solar panels and they're still hooked to the grid but they have switch gear that that they manually or automatically turn off and on to generate, you know, to use their generator or their solar system and they still get this RF coming in from the neutral and the ground wire. So you, you have to make sure that you cover all those on your units, whatever you buy for protection. Our unit is extremely effective in doing it like nobody else in the world because we have special circuitry built into our unit and protection that uh, guards against all this stuff, special filters that 
let's put it this way we invented suppression 35 years ago and it was made originally for lightning right. and it and it still carries forward to this day and everybody else that built suppression products that's what their primary focus was for lightning what's interesting to me is that the power bills have gone up with all the smart meters and that's it's really almost another story but it's kind of the same story, and what industry has always gone for is they're not looking for health issues. They're looking at the fact that the costs have gone up. Maybe you can explain this better than I can, because I have the idea that the utility companies are charging on the peaks of the, you know, they don't just have the simple sine wave um, measured by an analog meter anymore with the new smart meters the bills suddenly went up. Well, the smart meters are a very intelligent. They're not just a, a meter anymore that we used to have, like an analog meter. You know, mm-hmm. they they were fixed at a hundred and twenty volt level for voltage. Okay. And you know, everybody had the, the little four or five dials on it, and the, everybody realized that the more power you used, the faster those dials spun, and you know, went up in numbers. So that's what they used to calculate your volts times your amps or whatever. They came up to watts and they made their kilowatt hours. But they were fixed to 120 volts on RMS level that they had to use to make your bill or to figure out how many kilowatt hours you had. With the new smart meters, they are, they're a gathering device and they're a transmitting device. They're like a miniature computer. They're able to look at your voltage levels. They're able to look at your amperage levels. They're able to look at your wattage. They can look at every transient spike that you have and get a fixed level of it. That's partly how they can tell what you're running. Whether you're running a light is turning on or whether your stove is turning on, that's partially how they tell. They get to sense those transient levels. And because they're no longer tied to a 120-volt level, they get to bill you and calculate your bill on the peaks of your voltage levels from your transients. That's why everybody's bills went up. So what industry does is they suppress those transients, and the, the bills are therefore that's lower. Right. Yeah, that's, it's okay. really a byproduct of our particular product that not only does it that it saves and, and takes out all this kilohertz frequency that's coming in from the smart meter grid, but it lowers your levels of what the, the power provider can read because it takes it back to the old analog levels of voltage is what it really does. So if okay. you had a big increase of 30% or 100% or some people 6 or 7% or, or 6 or 700%, then really what it's going to do is it's going to take that down to a 120 volt level anymore with no transient so they have to adjust their bill accordingly okay and then california i know there was the big stir with pg and e where those bills went up quite dramatically and there was a real uproar so so they well you got to remember that they used to have to go to utility commissions before to get their rates increased and now they don't have to <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was a it was a win win situation for them all the way around. I mean, everybody knows that, you know, they have you know costs and you know they have to replace their their infrastructure. But I mean, the smart meter grid is a worldwide initiative. It's not something that's 
dedicated just to the U.S. and Canada. They're employing it all over the world, and there's a reason for it. You know, they want to be able to control your power, and they want to be able to turn it on and turn it off mm-hmm. when they want you to have it. That's the reason for smart appliances and smart TVs and everything, right? Right. right. It gives them a tremendous amount of control. And we haven't gone into surveillance. Um, that's another issue that comes up that's a lot. another issue, yeah. Privacy. Privacy. And they can do that because they can now measure. And, and I guess it's just technology is advanced to the point where they can look at what you're doing and they can say, no, you're running your washing machine at the wrong hour Mm -hmm. and adjust your power supply. I don't know how, but um, they can turn it off. Well, and secondly, our power requirements have changed so dramatically in the last, not, not the last 10 years have changed dramatically in the last two to three. So, Mm-hmm. You know, what uh, What I teach people and engineers and companies all the time is that our hydro providers used to go on a 15 to 20% variance of the power supplied to our building. So mm-hmm. if they showed up, if you had a power problem, you had one leg of power that was a little less than others, and they showed up and they put their meters on the pole and they said, well, you know, you're within, a li- you're within limits of 15%, we're, we're fine. Yeah, it's in your end, you know. So those power limits have drastically dropped with the introduction of our super sensitive microprocessor and electronics. Our power is now, all our products have superseded our power. You know, they're running on power limitations now of maybe 1% to 3% as compared to 15 to 20%. Our sensitive electronics cannot handle the levels of power that we provide them now. They will not run long. Right. There's there's a lot happening, and I guess we can't turn back the clock, but we, we can educate ourselves so that we can make the decisions we need to protect ourselves. And Terry, thank you so much for coming on our show and explaining it. It's something I, I find myself amazed at. I, I'm, I'm going to have to educate myself and learn more, and I think we all are. And you've been in the business for a long time, so thank you for sharing your knowledge and expertise with us. I enjoyed it completely. Anytime I can teach people a little bit more about what's happening with the power, I uh, very much very much like to do that. Thank you. Can I leave the audience with your website? We are going to be, our website is greatestcanada.com. Okay. There is some information in there if you go up on the uh, smart meter side. There's a pull-down. Okay. We're going to be launching a new website. Uh, I'm hoping it's going to be this week, okay. uh, in the middle of next, okay. and it's going to be called PowerEMT.com. It's going to be strictly for the household owner uh, that hasn't got much of an idea, and we try to explain things in very simple language about dirty power, dirty electricity, EMF, RF, and... Uh, then they have the options of pulling up different screens and reading, getting more information. And it's much needed, so I highly recommend people go to your site and learn more. Thank you again, Terry. Thank you very much for inviting me. Well, that's it for this show. We hope you don't mind us talking about dirty electricity instead of local food for a while. This stuff's right around the corner, folks. It seems like they're going to install the wireless smart meters, Pullman and Clarkston, starting in May. 
And here on the Idaho side of the line, the dates are still to be announced. You could go to myavista.com, M-Y-A-V-I-S-T-A.com, and do a search for Smart Meters. You could learn more at smartmetereducationnetwork.com. That's one word, smartmetereducationnetwork.com. Get some more information, find some more resources. It's something that we need to pay attention to. We've got a couple of local events coming up where you can learn more. One is we're going to have Bill Cadwallader speak at the 1912 Center here in Moscow on March 19th at 6 p.m. He's a bit of an expert on this stuff, and he'll fill us all in. Also, don't forget the film Take Back Your Power is at the Canworthy Theater February 25th at 7 p.m. I hope to see you there. <laughs>